Good afternoon, it's February the 26th, 2017. This is show number 53, this is Transmit from, well, who cares? Let's get it going. Welcome to show number 53. I am your host, Gummo. This is the show we call Transmit. This is the uh, this is some kind of show we've put together. Uh, this is Life from a Hacker's Perspective. Who is that hacker? Oh, yeah, me. Uh, this is uh, this is a little uh, show we do. Um, it's we're supposed to do it every two weeks. But uh, recently, uh, well, let's back up a little bit. So uh, first of all, we are, well, I, we, I, us, well, all of us, we're uh, down here, down, we're down here in uh, Florida, enjoying a little bit of sun, or what we thought would be sun and warmth, but actually it's a little chilly here. Yeah. Well, we were in Jupiter yesterday, and then today we're in North Florida, uh, all six of us. And it's chilly today. It's, I don't even think it's going to get over 55 degrees. So, nevertheless, it's about 20 degrees warmer than in Chicago. And uh, let's touch on that for a minute uh, for show 52. Uh, I, you know, I've, over the past several weeks, as you may have noticed, there has been a uh, intermittent pause in this show here. Uh, as I wanted to uh, discuss a few things with some of the people that we put this that put the show here uh together uh here and wherever and also in chicago and so for the past several months uh you know we've been inviting you know whoever to show up and uh you know that's cool uh you, you know you can show up you know where we meet i tweeted out uh where we meet before the show blah 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 we do it in the aeon center yada yada and uh so uh on show 52 uh i was running a little late uh, that evening, so I was, you know, I arrived in uh, at the at the Aeon Center, uh, literally uh, as the show was getting underway, and so I sat down in the studio, and uh, we had uh, some people in the studio, and you got everybody. You have to remember that our studio—it's not some fancy broadcast studio. It's basically some kind of room that we have, uh, and we, we call it a studio. I mean, it's all right. It's a little bit better. It's about the size of a master bedroom in an average home. And so, you know, not that much space for people, uh, to hang out in. And of course I love everybody coming up and, uh, hanging out, meeting new people and such. And so, so, um, nevertheless sat down, uh, the, the show intro music was starting and all of that stuff. And, uh, so 
I don't know who, and I hope hopefully I never have to see uh, him again. But uh, he, he, just as I sat down, he's like, "So, Gummo, are you going to talk about uh, Donald Trump?" And you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what's going on uh, with our new president here in the United States. And so, you know, what what kind of what kind of input am I going to give? You know, as far as all of that. Uh, you know, and again, you know, I, whatever you, you see it for what it's worth. So, uh, I was really, I don't know, maybe I was having a, uh, maybe I was having a, some sort of conniption fit or whatever. And I, and you know, I, I just, you know, I just got really upset and left. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, Hey, if you were tuning in that night and you thought you were going to hear a whole show, well, that was that was the reason why. And, uh, I don't apologize about it. Uh, so it's, uh, it, nevertheless, it's good to be back. Uh, and as I said, we're here in Northeast Florida. Uh, we are about literally nine and a half minutes North of St. Augustine today. And, uh, we are, uh, it's, the, the, it's still daylight. It's chilly, you know, you got to wear a sweater outside, but it's nice. So um, I'm digging that. And, uh, you know, just uh, wanted to extend uh, a welcome to all of uh, our listeners from Florida. Uh, A couple weeks ago, we got uh, together, all of us at the Philosopher's Club. And wow, what a turnout. I just wanted to say hi to everybody in in the uh, Philosopher's Club and say, uh, wow, (laughs) wow, Uh, Jaina, thank you for your utmost graciousness. That was very nice. And uh, Jackie, we certainly missed you. Uh, Got a chance to meet a lot of interesting people, nice people. I wanted to send a shout out to Brother Sand, uh, Dave, Doug, uh, Jim, Mike. Mark, uh, Alyssa, Alyssa, thanks for coming by the uh, Philosophers Club. Steph, thanks. I uh, hope you guys had a good time, uh, and it was it was interesting meeting everybody. Uh, and uh, shit, I forgot uh, Aly- Alyssa's bow. I forgot your name, dude. Uh, but uh, get up with me. Enjoyed meeting you as well, man. You, you you're a very bright 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 young man and I, I see you going places for sure uh so nevertheless we finally got out of there uh, if you were unable to attend uh we finally peeled ourselves out of there brother sand and i did and again uh thank you to Jaina and everybody uh bobby lee thank you for the uh goodies and everybody just thank you it was nice seeing everybody spending some time decompressing and whenever I go, I, I always uh, look forward to it because we all, all have a great time. Let me speak closer to the mic. So yeah, it was a uh, it, it was a great uh, it's a great little deal. Uh, I heard from I heard from Ice, but he's not uh, really telling me where he is. Uh, he checked in about a week and a half ago. He wants to come on the show, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to coordinate with everybody. Uh, oh well, with Ice on that. Uh, so uh, uh, I'm like, "Hey, Ice, where are you, man?" And he's like, "I can't tell you." Uh, <laughs> so where is Ice? We don't know. And uh, nevertheless, it was uh, it, it, it was funny hearing from Ice, and, and he sounded like he was on the run. Where is Ice? <laughs> I know. 
Uh, so you know, doing a doing a little bit of perusing, we have a. Do I really want to sound like that and say we have a great show? Maybe we do. Who knows? Take away from it what you want. Uh, a lot of things. Should I get? To, no, I, I'm not doing the news yet. I actually laid out show notes because I have a lot of shit to talk about. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, you know, is there ever that number that you want to uh, call? But you're like, ah, man, if I call it, I'm going to give my number away. Uh, well, there is help for those of you not in the know. Uh, me being a former phone freaker, uh, you know, the phone system has always been second nature to me. Uh, but there are those times that you want to make a quick call without revealing who you are and why you're calling. And so you can do that on the Internet. There's many websites out there that will actually... Um, accomplish this feat. It's called telephone spoofing. And basically what spoofing is, is uh, you calling somebody and on their caller ID, their number says something else than what your number actually is. So you are in effect cloaking your telephone number from your destination number. And so the one of there's hundreds of websites out there that do this. And Again, it, this isn't meant to stalk people or harass people or anything like that. It's just, you know, in those uh, certain instances that uh, you want to see what number goes to where, there is help. Uh, well, if you, if you want to see what number goes to where without delivering, you know, revealing who you are, uh, you can uh, go to the website uh, spooftel.com, uh, S-P-O-O-F. TEL.com forward slash free call. And uh, it will allow you to dial three numbers with 30 seconds per number dial out. And you are able to call and see if anybody answers that, uh, you know, your target phone and whatnot. So it's a, it's a cool little service. Uh, it's just one of thousands that will uh, spoof your telephone number and deliver what you wish spoof tell sound like a tv commercial uh and so i was looking around as well uh you know every every day of my life i i get an email like hey gummo can you <laughs> can you hack gmail can you do this can you do that uh can you, you know my spouse is unfaithful blah 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 and all of this and you know i seriously I, I, folks i work i work a full-time job uh so uh, but you know, I can recommend some products if you are, you know, if you are, you know, trying to keep an eye on something or someone or both. Uh, I, I did a little digging around the 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 internet or the web, internet web, web internet. And so, uh, as you may or may not know, that. Uh, you know, there are, there are, you know, there are, are plenty of options that you can choose to, you know, uh, track somebody, track their, track, you know, keep an eye on them. But, uh, you know, you always have to have a fail safe or a plan B and, and so on and such. And so nowadays people are, you know, if you are tracking somebody and, there is there is a good chance that they may know that they are or they may be suspicious that they are being tracked 
And so they're going to try to cover up all of their tracks. Uh, but uh, that's unavoidable with the following two products, uh, which I was able to dig up on the... I keep having a problem describing the web versus internet uh, on the web. Uh, and so two of these devices are um, really cool. They uh, The first device is called an Eon 2.0 GPS tracker. Uh, and reading from their website, uh, it they describe uh, this particular tracking device as... Um, an all-in-one asset tracking solution that protects your valuables in real time. Uh, the Eon GPS tracker features everything you need to monitor your valuable assets all in one rugged, self-contained unit, including a long-lasting battery, tracking hardware, and powerful magnetic mount. Attach the Eon to your family or a company car, your boat, your riding lawnmower, or any, any sort of large asset. And you will be able to keep an eye on that uh, particular asset in real time with this device. Uh, what I actually personally like about the Eon 2.0 is that it has a built-in battery and it lasts for over three months. Can you believe that? And not only does it last for three months, you are able to uh, access the device in real time. Uh, and it comes with all of uh, the advanced GPS tracking facilities that uh, come with uh, devices like these nowadays, such as real-time uh, real monitoring of the GPS target, the asset, uh, and also, uh, you know, unbe uh, what? its own dedicated uh, 3G connection. These devices use 3G connections, by the way. And so some of these devices uh, require a... Um, service plan and so be sure to check into that as well but the eon 2.0 gps tracker is 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 uh one great device to keep you know just pop it on a car and you are tracking a car and no one will be the wiser because it's a self-contained unit it's rugged it's durable it's weatherproof the case is weatherproof so uh you do not even need access to the interior of the vehicle so a little heads up there if you want to track a car or or someone in a car uh so Let's say that your uh, your target is uh, in the car and suspects that the car is being tracked. So what do you do? Uh, well, there's a second device for that, and it's called the Spark 5 Nano 5.0 GPS tracker. Now, this little device is really cool. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a, uh, speaking again from their website, it's powerful and portable. You can use it anywhere. Uh, again, you can, uh, view the location on any smartphone, tablet, or PC, instant speed and location alerts, uh, geo, geo, um, geo fencing is available. Uh, and, and this, this device along with, uh, the Eon 2.0 use, actually use the same software, but, uh, the hardware differs, of course. Uh, so, uh, again, from their website, uh, the best in real-time tracking, smaller than a cell phone, the Spark Nano GPS tracking device is ideal for small business owners, parents, and anyone else who needs to keep track of what they value the most. Now, you can take from that what you will, but this device will fit easily in someone's uh, rucksack, purse, etc. And so that would give you an opportunity to, to track your target in real-time. Uh, and they would never be the wiser. And it goes on to say that uh, loaded with features, this battery-powered GPS tracker gives you real-time location viewing from the comfort of your computer, tablet, or smartphone. Uh, the Spark Nano's fully rechargeable battery can run for up to two weeks or more under normal usage. 
about an hour a day. And with motion-activated tracking, uh, it will not waste any battery life uh, when your target isn't moving. Uh, and again, the device is weather resistant uh, and all that other uh, fun stuff. And so that will give you a chance to track an individual target. And so there you have it. You would have so to successfully track your target and add some layers of separation in there, you know, of course, you if you cannot get to your target's uh, mobile device, which normally is 99% of uh, the uh, cases that I hear about, you know, like I can't get into their so-and-so, you know, my, that's the smartphone to try. Because if you can get inside of the uh, smartphone there, again, there's hundreds of services out there that offer, uh, uh, you know, services to where you're able to track uh, your target's uh, smartphone specifically. And so if you can get access to the mobile device, uh, that's how you would do it. Now, again, uh, before I give out the website and all of that, you know, be sure to check with your local laws, make sure that you're not breaking any laws, <laughs> you know, all of that crap, because this is, this is some serious, uh, tracking stuff. And, uh, you know, people don't like to be tracked. So make sure that you are not breaking the law, that you are very well aware of what you're doing and the consequences for, uh, if you, if you screw up, uh, so you can go to brickhousesecurity.com and find the, uh, find the spark nano 5.0 GPS tracker and also the Eon 2.0 GPS tracking device. And they'll sew up all of your curiosities, folks. And again, you know, I get a lot of, I, I get tons of email and contacts from people. They're like, you know, gummo, blah, blah, blah. I'm having trouble. You know, hey, sorry you're having trouble. But you got, you, you got to hold your game tight. But if, if you need to track something, someone or, you know, an asset, keep an eye on things in real time, these devices are uh, quite capable of performing well. Now, let's, let's also look at an alternative because, you know, you just have to do that. Uh, you can take an old Android device, like an old Samsung S3 or above. Now, I'm not sure of the S2s and below, but anything really, any sort of mobile device with a GPS chip in it works just as fine without any data connection, without anything. And there's free and open software out there on even the Android in the Google Play Store uh, that will allow you to take an old Android smartphone as long as it has a GPS chip. And so uh, there are many ways to identify whether or not an old Android device has a GPS chip. And so you can install the open source software from the Google Play Store and all that shit. And then you can install and then all you really need to do is just throw the smartphone in your target's vehicle, your target's uh, clothing, etc., rucksack. And there you have it. And, and uh, you are able now... You could either the device can access a local Wi-Fi network or you can just wait to to retrieve the device and then view the data at that point. So uh, that's a cheap and easy way to track a uh, an intended target. And so, again, when you're doing all of this shit, make sure that you're checking with your local laws because, God damn, don't go breaking laws being a knucklehead. You know, and if it's against the law, it's, it's against the law for a reason. But these options are uh, useful if you need, if you're in a bind and you need to just do some shit, uh, that'll, that'll give it, uh, that'll give you those opportunities. Whew. Uh, and as I said at the top of the show, 
uh, you know, about our new president in the United States. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get off into it, but, you know, we have a sitting president that is tweeting daily, repeatedly. And when I say tweeting, he is on the social media website, Twitter. And uh, he it's it's well, you just have to see for yourself. So Donald Trump is still tweeting. And every goddamn place I look, there's Donald Trump, this Donald Trump, that uh, the televisions, the radios, everywhere I look, turn, face, there's Donald Trump. So that added to my frustration on the uh, on show 52. And that's, that's fucking it about Donald Trump. Uh, Cloudflare had an issue last week which was discovered by a Google security researcher. Uh, basically, Cloudflare is a uh, sort of like a CDN. Yeah, well, it is a CDN. And uh, a CDN basically is uh, an abbreviation for Content Delivery Network. And basically, uh, in this instance, uh, th this company called Cloudflare basically will take all of your, your website shit all of your personal files, anything that you do not want to or cannot afford to host locally or if you don't have the IT experience to maintain and manage your shit online, whether it or not it's in, in or around or on a website or whatever. Uh, this, this particular company offers uh, extreme security and all of this stuff. Uh, but uh, recently, Cloudflare uh, inadvertently exposed uh, thousands and thousands of customers data online and uh, they reached out to Google and all of this shit you know all of the United States search engines to have the uh, data de-indexed but unless you're a moron and you think that the world revolves around Google or Yahoo or Bing there are other search engines you know it's like DuckDuckGo Baidu you know, the Chinese search engine, you would be amazed at the shit you find on Baidu. And anyhow, for whatever reason, the Cloudflare shit is still all on uh, those search engines. And there's all kinds of stuff, sensitive information, logins, passwords, um, uh, private messages and chats on uh, dating websites and stuff like that. So uh, if, you know... <laughs> It may behoove you if you are a security professional or a network admin or sysadmin or whatever the kind of admin you have on your uh, in your designation to take a look and make sure that you and your your assets are not affected by the Cloudflare issue recently, uh, and that's that's kind of uh, interesting. Uh, and so I was, <laughs> I keep going. We have a lot of stuff. Uh, so I was reading uh, several days ago and noticed that BlackBerry. Remember them people. They were actually the first people to have a keyboard on a smartphone. <laughs> well, BlackBerry's back. Uh, and so <laughs> it's it's like uh, it's like a bad memory. I don't know. Anyhow. Uh, BlackBerry uh, recently had uh, announced a I, I, literally, I thought they were. Uh, I thought BlackBerry was done, but uh, apparently not. BlackBerry is reintroducing a smartphone, but this time with a physical keyboard below the screen. It'll set you back about six hundred dollars. 
I don't even know what to say about that. Does anybody even use a phone with a physical keyboard? It's going to fail. It will fail. Uh, they call it the BlackBerry Key 1. I don't know. You know, with any new device, everybody's like, oh, that's great, blah, blah, blah. But there's a reason that there's uh, keyboard, touch keyboards, not physical keyboards. So it's, it, it's cool. Yeah, it's an Android-powered device. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's BlackBerry, blah. But it's not even made by BlackBerry. Nevertheless, BlackBerry's going to give it a go again with another failed device. What they're trying to what 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 they're what BlackBerry is doing is they're scratching at the wall, and so they they have yet to realize uh, their sweet spot when they uh, have executed a pivot, and that comes from multiple CEOs defections and stuff like that. And thank God I didn't buy one of those web tablets years ago when they had a fire cell in them in other news there's a linux exploit like there is an exploit every day for something uh one of these exploit this particular exploit is a linux x86 64 egg hunter shell code exploit uh it's 38 bytes in length uh it's pretty interesting uh again it's the egg hunter shell code exploits you may want to patch your Linux systems. And, uh, you know, one of the emails that I get from a few people is, you know, hey, Gummo, what operating system do you use? Well, <laughs> you'd probably expect something like really like super cool, wouldn't you? But no. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I bounce around, you know, from uh, Windows 95 <laughs> to an operating system called Plan 9 pretty decent uh and you know uh you know bounce around with some of the uh pen testing operating systems and stuff but uh for my day-to-day -day operating system uh it would be plan nine plan nine it's you know to me it's stable oh. uh so there's also there's there's you know I I don't know if I've spoken about this on the la on any of the last shows but uh, I had to I, inadvertently I'd sent um, one of my colleagues some information I'm like oh well this is a Google dork yada 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 be careful look at this and look at all you can see with this Google dork and it was a Google dork that exposed uh, Microsoft 365's new on live one live our live uh, accounts. And so a lot of people uh, actually have their settings, uh, misconfigured with almost anything. And, uh, this, this one particular, uh, instance gives, gives you the, um, dork an idea to, uh, or an in to, uh, view anyone's, not anyone's, but people that have inadvertently left their settings in the default position. Uh, their information is uh, widely exposed to the web and has been crawled by search engines. Uh, and it's called Google dorking. Uh, if you <laughs> if you Google Google dorking, it'll take you down the rabbit hole and you, you will be able to see what that's all about. It gets kind of fun, really. Uh, years ago, and I'm dating myself, of course, I'm, I continue to do that on each show, but... Uh, I don't know. What is it? 2017? Let's, let's, let's go back. 
like, let's go back 13 years when Google was, you know, kind of just breaking out. Uh, and so uh, we younger hackers back then, uh, we had a bunch of fun with Google uh, creating uh, different search parameters to where we were able to uh, basically search anything that was exposed to the web. Over time, of course, security has improved, web servers have improved, and so on. Uh, but Google dorking is still very real, still very dangerous if you're not paying attention. And something that you need to uh, guard against if that, if you know, if your network's online or uh, whatever. Uh, and Google dorking your own assets is always recommended. That way you can see if, you know, you. <laughs> yeah right what, what an idea uh so recently i just uh, also i wanted to say hi to uh buddy buddy harper uh, i wanted to say hi uh i just wanted to say hi to linda both lindas linda out west and linda down south or well linda here in the south uh two lindas and one buddy and uh also wanted to say hi to mike michelle melanie I uh, wanted to say hi to Madam, Madam down in Atlanta. I uh, wanted to say uh, hi to, to Dave, uh, Dave M. What's going on, Dave? Hope you got some golf in. I uh, wanted to say hi to uh, Ash. Uh, Jesus Christ, there's so many people that I, I just, you know, it gets kind of weird. I wanted to say hi to all of our new followers. I uh, wanted to just... Uh, and again, say thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Oh, oh, uh, one one more thing. Uh, we updated the homepage. You check that out. Prepare to spend about 45 minutes <laughs> and use a lot of bandwidth. Uh, and so, you know, those, those are, you know, there's much more stuff going on around, uh, but those are the things that stuck out to me recently. Um, and you know, again, uh, common sense, common sense dictates common sense. Remember that. And, you know, uh, it is imperative that you make sure that, uh, you are always on top of your security game, especially if you're protecting or guarding assets or even developing assets. Uh, so I recently sent out a few Android devices to uh, some some loved ones, and uh, everybody should be getting them at this point. Uh, so my idea from a few from about ten or fifteen shows back was a device you know powered by Raspberry Pi and all of this because Raspberry Pis are fun to code with and develop with. But you know in in some in some instances. You just need some shit that's ready to go right off, right up, you know, right out of the box, right off the ground, so on and so forth. And so one of those, one of those uh, nifty little features are the forty-nine dollar uh, Android devices at Best Buy, full-blown, uh, eight-inch touch screen, very thin form factor Android device with the latest Android operating system on it for forty-nine dollars. Uh, at uh, Best Buy, and so I bought. Uh, uh, what did I buy? Like eighteen or nineteen of these things. I sent 
15 out and kept three for myself. And so I've, I've just been kind of playing around with them and uh, having all, all sorts of fun uh, coming up with ideas and practical applications for these things. They are very cool. And, you know, here, here, here you have a full-blown touchscreen computer that if you are clever enough to use it as a lock-on, and I've spoken about lock-ons, the perfect device to use as a lock-on, you know, set it up, get it onto the network, toss it into a corner somewhere, boom, uh, or whatever you could use, you could use it as a tracking device. Now, couldn't you? Uh, but nevertheless, uh, I, I, you know, I have more uh, practical applications like putting one in my uh, bathroom, right above the toilet paper spindle, <laughs> or below it, <laughs> maybe above it. What do you think about that? Or put it behind a water, you know, whatever. Many practical applications for these devices. And at $49, it's a uh, it's a can't miss. I mean, so now if you go and get the Raspberry Pi, that's $35, $45. And then you get the touch screen specifically made for the Raspberry Pi. That's $30, $40, $50. Bucks. So now you're, you know, you've got all of these, got all of these you know, it's cool, but you've got to plug it in, then you've got to put it in a case, and it's bulky and all this. The little $49 Android devices are a can't miss. And if you're clever enough, you can root it and install your own operating system, yada, yada, yada. You get it, right? Am I talking too fast? My dad said I was talking too fast the other day. Uh, and let's keep going. Uh, so nowadays, uh, cars that have keys, know what a car key is does anybody remember what a car key is <laughs> i'm old enough to <laughs> nowadays though however cars are very much uh in the technology fray and with that come the uh key the the, the famous key fob and we uh we hackers and security researchers and pen testers and security professionals and whatever else you call yourself are well aware of the key fob being cloned while you are out at the mall or at the plaza, the beach, the shopping center, the store, the Ikea, whatever, uh, it, your key fob, without, without going into technical detail, uh, your key fob can be uh, manipulated and the RF signals and the digital information that comes from your key fob and is transmitted from your key fob rather to your car and from your car to your key fob uh r1 of course you know that that's why you're able to start your car when you get in your car you know convenience right but with convenience comes technical issues and with those technical issues comes technical security and so a lot of reports over the past two and a half three years four years five years whatever uh show and and, and statistics already uh corroborate the fact that these uh, new key fobs, specifically for Chrysler branded automobiles, are vulnerable to uh, man in the middle attacks and even more. Uh, and so what you can do to prevent that, there, there's, there's a couple things you can do to prevent your key fob from your shit getting stolen. So um, the first thing you can do is you can go... Um, which should I? All right, let's do the high tech approach first. <laughs> the first thing you can do uh, for your key fob is get something like uh, a device, or, or a, it's not a device. It's called, it's basically a Faraday cage. Uh, 
for your key fob. Uh, and again, a Faraday cage, you know, you can Google that because you love Google. Uh, but uh, a Faraday cage is basically uh, something that protects uh, an electronic device or circuit or whatever. Keeps RF from going in and RF from going out. Uh, and so there are uh, quite a number of products out there on the market that protect your key fob from man-in-the-middle attacks. And one of the one of the products that I found most uh, interesting and uh, good to use is a, a product called FobGuard. F-O-B-G-U-A-R-D.com. And basically, it's just a little pouch. You put your key fob in it in the pouch. Throw it in your purse. Put it in your pocket. Whatever. And it will it will basically act as a Faraday cage for your key fob, thus preventing man-in-the-middle attacks. Uh, and there there are other similar devices uh, out there that you can uh, slide your key fob in, and you can also create your own Faraday cage. Again, you can uh, get if you have a little bit of sewing skills, or even if you just want to make a crude one out of tin foil, you can. You could just wrap your key fob and uh, tin foil and whenever you wish to use it unwrap it use it and then put it back in your uh, aluminum foil that's the cheapest method to go but there are these uh, uh, products such as fob guard out there that you can take advantage of without wrapping your uh, beloved key fob in uh, aluminum foil Ooh, sh shit uh, so the key I'm, ke I'm keeping the love going right so I just spoke about uh, you know a small PC like the little $49 throwaway Android device uh, that is quite remarkable to use. But hey, uh, there's another device that you can use as well, and this device is actually more sneakier because and I like it because it it allows you the opportunity to actually infiltrate a network without being detected. And so what I mean by that is. Uh, the Intel Compute Stick is about the size of a pack of gum, and it will transform any HDMI display into a complete computer. But that's you know I, that's just one of that's just that's the intended application for this device is hey you could carry around a full blown PC in a USB stick form factor, and I like that. And I also like the fact that you can plug it into a TV behind a wall in an office or a building or a data center and, and infiltrate networks that way with this particular device. So there are many practical applications. Everybody's shaking their head. Uh, many practical applications for this device also exist. And what I like about it is the small form factor. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's the Intel Compute Stick. Stick check that out Ooh. how are we doing on time we're doing what we do doing good good a few more minutes well that's good that's all I need uh, I wanted to reach out and uh, with our I wanted to reach out in addition to our friends in New York and wanted to ask that uh, there's a radio station in New York called WBAI it's it's listener supported listener funded it's been around forever it's a really cool radio station. And again, I keep telling people to Google shit today. 
Uh, Google what WBAI is, and you will know all about it. Uh, the, the guys and gals over at 2600 are always putting their wares up for sale to support the radio station. And, and we as well encourage you to support WBAI. And if you do, go to, you know, again, just check out who WBAI is. Go to their website, make a donation, support a great radio station with a great cause. And also tell them uh, that, uh, you know, uh, you know, you're a hacker or, you know, you heard it from a bunch of hackers or go to 2600.com and support WBAI through the guys and gals over there. And you will probably get uh, some sort of a gift or some sort of promotion that uh, they offer uh, in lieu of support for WBAI as well. And so be sure to uh, kind of reach out and see if you can support a good cause. And, and you know, I'm always I'm always down with that as well. Uh, there's another organization here in Northeast Florida called HubbardHouse.org. Check those uh, fine folks out as well. They are doing an amazing job, and they're still around after all of these years. And if you do uh, support HubbardHouse.org, tell them Gummo sent you, right? 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 Forget about it. With that said, folks, uh, we're going to wrap things up here really quickly. Uh, be sure to stay in touch with us at Hackers.xxx. You can follow me on Twitter. You know where I'm at, right? This is probably how you got here. If not, you know where I'm at on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. You can fuck around and you can follow me. I can follow you and we can hang out and do all that. Yes, I'm cursing on the show because I'm happy to be back on the show. So that's what I do. I curse when I'm happy. You can email me at gummo at hackers.xxx. And uh, did I mention that we're on Twitter? We're also everywhere else, you know, whenever we... Uh, put the show out there it goes to all of these different places uh and we're you know we get email we get messages and we do answer in messages and we do take your suggestions if you have a bitch or a complaint or you want to suggest something leave it in fucking suggest it leave it in the comment section make something we don't have a comment section but if we did you could leave your suggestion in the comment section <laughs> Oh, we also updated the homepage if I didn't, uh, I think I mentioned that. So check out the homepage at hackers.xxx. And again, you need a lot of bandwidth. A lot. Uh, also wanted to, uh, I wanted to say hi to Angela, uh, Leslie, um, Stacy. did I say Stacy? thank you for updating the website. I really like the homepage. Uh, yeah. And, uh, that's about, oh, uh, you know, one of the most important things I wanted to uh, tell everybody is that I uh, was in touch with Madara over the past few weeks, hence my delay in getting back on the air. Uh, and I asked him, I'm like, hey, man, you know, what's up with the annual letter? Why aren't we updating the website? What's, you know, where's all that shit? Because I don't do that. Uh, and Madara just said, uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, you know, Gummo. This is the year of nothing. And so that explains why we have not gotten a letter from Madara this year. That's what that's going to explain why the website isn't been will not be updated this year. Uh, we both came to the conclusion that this is the year of nothing because that's what we have in Washington right now is nothing. <laughs> nothing is going on. Uh, I just had to throw that out there and under the show as well. But that's all we're going to uh, that's all we're going to cover at this point, folks. Thank you for listening in. Listening in. Hope you got a little bit of information from the show. Uh, we will be back. Uh, 
we will be back either next week or the week afterwards with more fun shit, more fun stuff rather, and more uh, great ideas. And again, uh, thanks for tuning in. If you have seriously though, if you if you uh, just want to reach out to me, us, whatever, feel free to do so. We don't bite, and we will take your ideas and and suggestions completely to heart. Uh, and uh, th- I guess that's it. Uh, until the next, until show 54, we will see you then. Take care of yourselves. Please take care of yourself and use your skills for something good. Or try to. It doesn't pay to be a scumbag, does it? All right, folks. Love you guys. Take care. I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Thought I was going to say bye, didn't you? Ha <laughs> ha.